1: Hi there, I'm Baco, and today I'm going to show you how to write a Beyonce song. To start with, let's go over a couple of things you won't need, which is any level of musical acumen, such as the ability to sing or the ability to play an instrument. When talking about her songwriting approach, Beyonce likes to say that she's always writing beats. Now the more cynical of you may ask, how is coming up with different ways to count to four writing a song? To that I gotta say, hate is gonna hate. So let's get started with the beat. Yeah. Let me slow it down a little bit. All right, next we need a song title. Something something that empowers women while at the same time minimizing any contribution a man might make to a relationship as not enough. Something like... If he wants your vagina, then he's got to dine you. Let's go with that. Now, when writing lyrics, we're going to use the BRS or the Beyonce rhyming system. See, Beyonce discovered that any word rhymes with itself. For example, put a ring on it, put a ring on it. To the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. It's so crazy in love, it's so crazy in love crazy in love. So as you see, by repeating the same thing over and over again, you really speed up the lyric writing process.
2: All we, are, all we are we are, are We are all, all we need, all.
1: You're listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast featuring your hosts, LC Fox and Baco, getting you through these touchy times.
3: Cobras and Fire. I'm your host LC, and I'm joined with the hardest working man in podcasting, Baco. How are you, sir? I'm well. Uh, I I don't know about the hardest. Uh, uh,
1: I think Josh Toomey might get a little butt hurt at, at the idea that uh, someone works harder than him. But oh, calm down. Just take the compliment, man. You, Thank you, you very much. To... Yes, I've had a I've yeah. had a busy podcasting weekend. I I've wrapped up Suns Out Mics Out season two yesterday. Um, so that that'll be out in a few weeks. Uh, there, by the time you, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be out in a, about a week from this episode. That's um, right. But yeah, and then I woke up this morning and uh, poured myself a cup of coffee and said, "Where the hell's LC?"
3: Hmm. That's right. Let's do another episode. It never stops the content creator. <laughs> this guy, I gotta tell you, if you had a video, he's looking healthier. This guy's got his sleeves are off. <laughs> he's he's showing off the guns. Yeah. He's he's got some color in his face. This is not winter, Baco. This is suns out, Mike's out, man of the people, Baco. I gotta tell you, I'm 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 impressed, man. It's it's like this this uh, you look like you got the fire of rock and roll flowing through your soul, brother.
1: <laughs> that's uh that's quite a picture you're painting there. Yeah, I'm actually. Know, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the clothes from yesterday. I might, uh, after that description. I'm the hardest man in in uh, yeah, yeah' what i'm saying yeah, look at that uh oh. <laughs> i lost my train of thought there yeah i, I <laughs> uh, the the uh the sun's out mics out has been uh good good for the uh good for the the the, the exterior i guess is what i'm getting at uh yeah sure m- the moves are turning into pecs uh yeah, just slowly see? making the transition there so
3: you gotta be on stage entertaining the shawls and the uh, and the of the world. You gotta be looking your best.
1: Yeah, yeah. For our last episode, we actually have a little bit of an audience. So, um, mm. oh, good. That might be a little overhyped to say in that, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go with
3: it, man. Yeah, it's sun, whiskey, <laughs> vodka. Uh, the, yeah. the the blue the the mountains are blue. That's the secrets.
1: Yeah, and Gene is a little butthurt hurt over that cheap shot you took at his. Uh, oh, whiskey. calm yeah. down,
3: calm down. It's not he, like like he's the guy that actually
1: made it. Yeah, at well, you know, sea, he's, he's angry. Something he was quite proud of owning and. Uh, you just called it a piece of shit, so I
3: did not. I just, <laughs> I just gave. I said didn't have the same travel itinerary. There's mm. two different things. There's ball busting and, there, and there's there's of cheap course, shots. Listen, of course, we, we make fun of we make fun of what we love, unless it's certain podcasts.
1: Uh, I might be overstating Gene's anger.
3: Um, I think you are. I've never <laughs> seen him really that angry.
1: But uh, uh, you want to get him talking about uh, Eddie Trunk or LaFonzi? He uh, <laughs> can okay. get he uh, get some fire out of that guy. Nice uh, Hey I, I wanted to I had an idea to kind of run by Oh real quick Did you happen to see The the sitcom idea That I'm pitching Because uh, it involves you um, Oh it, I was confused about it I just saw the graphic So tell me more about it Tommy Lee LC and me And we all live in a house With no stairs
3: Doesn't suck
1: <laughs> Okay
2: That's good
4: That's <laughs> I like all it. I got for
1: a, a pitch That's right all now. so far so, Okay uh, so all um, of us Meeting meet, with uh, Netflix And uh, Amazon On Tuesday So we'll see how it goes <laughs>
3: I saw it. I saw the first draft of the script. It's just a a page with one word on it. It just says "fuck."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Tommy's line. I, you don't okay. put too many words on one page for him. Otherwise, he has a hard time keeping up. She's big as hell. It's just cute, card. Yeah, I don't know. My my prediction is if he if if we get this thing rolling, um, if Tommy plays himself, uh, then I think we're going to get a lot of line. You know, so it just uh, basically how the Foo Fighters made their movie. They just. Uh, I-
3: I've actually just got some notes from the producers. We're actually just going to call it, who's your boy? Okay. Who's your fucking boy?
2: Who's your boy? Who's your fucking
3: boy? Who's your fucking boy? Sorry. Yes. That's right.
1: Uh, That's right. But, but hey, I had another uh, product idea kind of related a little bit uh, to your work. So the, the company you work for, um, they have those, uh, those, those uh, standing desks, yes, where they, they rise up and down? They do. With a touch of the button, they can adjust to your perfect ergonomic position. So it, it, what I was thinking about here is a lot of podcasters because I, I have a standing desk, but it's just a desk I built, mm. uh, you know. I, and it's I, it, I've always preferred kind of a standing desk. It's just a little more comfortable, probably. I don't know why. Whatever. It's just just been my preference. But a lot of podcasters, nails. you know. Well, yeah, no. This is a this is a properly uh, fashioned piece of. It's not. Uh, it's not going to win any uh, beauty awards, but it is is very
3: well constructed. Okay, sorry.
1: All right. Um, but, yeah, well, you know, it's been around for 25 years now I've had it. There's, mm. Ever since I got the Internet. Wow. So that's how old this sucker is.
3: Real innovator.
1: There we go. Uh, but I think it's a great podcast desk because a lot of podcasters, you know, you kind of get fired up and you move around a little bit, too. But a lot of times, too, you get into these marathon shows. Like if you're on Friday Night Live with Desmo Geek, you know, you're having a few beers, which means you're going to have to re- you relieve yourself at some point. So I oh, yes. came up with a, a concept here that would go great. Because, you know, if you look at these desks like the ones your company offers, there's all these features you can add on to them. Like, you know, kind of a uh, monitor holder. You can get multiple monitor holders. You can sure. have a spot for your PC tower to be tucked away. That kind of stuff. I'm thinking we uh, put a urinal on these things and we call it the potty caster. So it, it, I like it, it. It's actually just kind of fashioned right to the front, right at dick height. And because the, 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 um, the, the nice desks, they're adjustable, you can mm-hmm. set it to the perfect height based on your own personal height. You know what I mean? is personal as, your junk, yeah, <laughs> where your junk is. Here is the other thing too: is that I, I've reached out to a couple uh, um, engineers, and we're going to get some three D model printing of this. But I, I, we're working on a concept to where it actually silences the sound of the piss <laughs> hitting the oh, side I like of that. it, so, so like nobody can hear it. You know what I mean? And you just kind of keep the conversation. I'm maybe I'm doing it right
3: now. You know what I mean? It's just like you know, nobody would know. So I think that's I think that's great. If, if you had I mean, they have all this noise canceling for headphones. Why not having it for for your for your little piss? Yes. And and noise canceling
1: uh, personal uh,
3: uh, urinal. Yes. Called the Pottycaster. Listen, I think that. Copyright uh, Baco. This, first, I think it's excellent. Uh, and uh, but the only problem is you would have to podcasters would have to stand. Well, all right.
1: I think some do. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay,
3: okay. Like okay, I said,
1: you, you get up, you get animated, you
3: want to move around. Yeah, like, sure. Oh,
1: Elsie, what a stupid thing to say. That's I'm right. I'm so
3: smart, you're dumb. You know, it's like Ooh, that. That's right. You're, you're stretching, <laughs> you're that.
1: Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, the podcaster then. Uh, I like I'll, it. I'll, I'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to you, the owners of your company, then, and see if I can't get this thing uh, on all the desks, uh, at least
3: an option. I- you know what I mean? I think it would be good just from all the, the Zoom calls that you and I have and just for production time for Bro Dragon, for us to just keep on plugging through those 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 workshops that yeah, we do. A lot do of, of bathroom breaks in those. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I'm, so, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I will definitely suggest it to uh, uh, my day job, you know, the owners. So thank you. Give me
2: a jar of that lightning strike. I like my look. Tail of the tiger, you can't change the stripes. Double the trouble, I just have the price.
1: Solved the crisis of how podcasters pee. I got another quick little thing. Um, Stranger Things season four dropped, and they have the new character Eddie Munson, uh, sure, the metalhead, uh, D and D nerd, Um, and apparently uh, the the young gals find him quite fetching in that character mode so much that Hmm. uh, it's kind of a trending thing on TikTok. Uh, So uh, apparently. Uh, You should uh, go to your Tinder profile or your Tic Tac page and and, and add hashtag metal dude if you want to attract some squish. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Definitely was not the case back then. Uh, Metallica fan was not exactly uh, uh,
3: something that the girls considered eye candy uh, growing up. I got to tell you, whoever is in charge of now, I have not finished Stranger things for but uh after the first episode it was a real push for me to watch watch more but now i now i'm about halfway through and i gotta tell you whoever's in charge of the wig department there fucking needs to be never getting employed before between the guy that's the pizza delivery guy that looks like he's from suicidal tendencies and eddie munson's wig is not convincing either
1: i think his is better i i think i think he pulls off the look but you're yeah? spot okay. on about that pizza. Also, um, it's just like they figured, what's the one 80s cliche we haven't used yet? Oh, yeah. pothead. Uh, right. That, the, Very the, annoying. The fucking Jar Jar Binks of Stranger
3: Things is, is that That dude? guy is. Oh, yes, he is the Jar Jar Binks. And and can you – now, hopefully this isn't a spoiler. Does he die, I hope, or does he survive the season? I I think he lives. Um, See, that's how inconsequential he is. Is he don't know if he's dead or alive? Yeah, I, I don't really.
1: Yeah, he. I, I I there was a couple times where I was convinced he was going to die, and he was yeah. going to be like that. Um, oh, kind of like a robot in Star Wars that it, it is a little kind of tough to take early on, but then he like becomes the 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 martyr that mm. saves the the heroes. But I don't recall that. No, he. Uh, yeah, he, he sucks, man. Um, you know, character. Stranger Things in general. I, I'll just uh, the first first year I thought was spot on, perfect, and it's been okay since. Um, it does seem like it's one of those things that's like you're probably taking this further than you needed to because of yeah. its popularity. Um, uh, I uh, I am with uh, our our friend Randy Brown 100 percent saying Umbrella Academy is far better. Um, uh, and each season seems to kind of get things going a little bit better Um, than I, I, I would. I don't know why I compare it to Netflix or Stranger Things, but I, I do think it's a better show.
3: I gotcha. Yeah, I've only watched the season, first season of that. But I go Stranger Things. I go season one was great. Season three got it back on track. Season four. I'm I'm not done with it yet, so I can't get my final verdict. But yeah. you know, and, and but but I will um say because uh, 'cause I've heard it on a couple different shows, so hey, why not repeat the same stuff? But the the what are your thoughts on um I guess Master of Puppets going back on the charts or new kids Realize that you know young kids I just, just the news coverage you know, like that, that bothers me everything else is
1: fine um, I, I we, We're we Fucking major hypocrites If we're going to say the only music we've ever got into We've got into fresh There's a million oh. different ways to discover something And whatever gets you into sure. it it, it, enjoying something, I'm all for it. When the media acts like, "Oh my God, <laughs> check it out! Metallica 610 percent more streams." It's like that's the, the 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 stuff that I think gets a little grindy with me. Uh, I've heard more about Kate Bush since season four dropped than I've heard in my entire life. Uh, so, yeah. I, and and I good for her that she kept her publishing. I don't care. I don't get any of right. it. Yeah. Right. I, it's just, I don't know. It, just, it seems like we take pride in these things in a way or we reject it. And I don't think either reaction really makes a whole lot of sense. Hey, you like the you like Master Puppets. Good for you. It's a great song.
3: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like it, to me, this is very reminiscent of damn near God, 15 to 20 years. It's it's, it's interesting to think about that. The, when the whole guitar hero and rock band thing came out, um, that great example. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was—I thought that how was how many people
1: cool. got, got into some of the music they like because of the Tony Hawk franchise. Yeah, all that stuff. I think it's great. Or Sop- Grand Sopranos, Theft
3: Auto putting you've got Journey back on the charts. Sure, yeah. all that—that's why. I guess my my thing is I wouldn't understand anybody that was angry about that. I mean, I, I discovered Zeppelin. 20 years after their mm-hmm. prime sure. or whatever like that. Exactly. I don't think it's anything different. Just great. F- thank God somebody actually is discovering it. And if, if that means that one day that they go home and they're not listening to whatever is being, uh, well, they're still being spoon fed cause it's on a huge show, but yeah, but that, that, that it, now they go check out the whole discography. Fuck. Yeah. What's, what's the bitch about? Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, it at least has the vibe that it was organic in the sense intended. of, like, the, uh, sure. the the show's creators, like, wanted this song. They wanted the Kate Bush song, you know what I mean? They felt it fit what they were doing. It wasn't one of those, like, it wasn't like a Marvel movie where, well, here's $500,000, put my artist's song in, in the movie somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, one of the like uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy to me always seemed really staged with the the music. Again, though, people got into it. But that guys,
3: but that guy is really good with the music. Just like his Peacemaker show, though, I sure. think for the yeah. director, he like he's very intentional about what he does uh, with it.
1: Maybe it was more organic then because uh, the Peacemaker. There's no way that some of that stuff wasn't picked, you know, by somebody who was a fan. You know what I mean? Would,
3: yep. Yeah, well, James Gunn, the director, he's uh, yeah, like I've I, seen I some you're... interviews. Yeah, it's did some sand. That's pretty... Uh, listen, did I ever think I was going to see Faster Pussycat in a, in a, in a <laughs> superhero show? No. Or uh, what the fuck? What's some deep cuts on that show? On which show? On Peacemaker? I can't
1: remember off the top of my head. I, I... I thought I, I, I thought there was a fucking uh, uh, no, heavy petting tune at one point. <laughs> um... It's amazing. Yeah. hardcore I
3: mean, superstar in that fucking show.
1: It, you know, it stuck out when it came along. But you know, I don't. You know, again, I'm not taking notes and keeping it. But I just don't recall. No, I, I have. But there, this I remember there was every show. Done.
3: I write down every every song. I write down. <laughs> get ready right, right for my show. Yeah. Well, then you should know.
1: couple of respected rock journalists, you and I, um, uh, there's some, uh, world news you wanted to touch on. I thought Yeah, quick question for you.
3: What is Alex Jones's age? Hmm. 58, 48 years old. <laughs> Alex Jones is 48 and <laughs> Looking great. And he was, he was, he is a few days older than I am. Hmm. Okay, like I look. So I, you you guys are in the on. same yearbook?
1: <laughs> we were.
3: We were. But, like you but, but I'm just saying, if you look at Alex Jones, that motherfucker, I have always thought he was old. Like he's been, a, he's been in the in in the public eye for what a decade, fifteen mm-hmm. years. Is a conspiracy theorist. I, 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 theorist? I, I,
1: I don't think I knew who he was ten years ago, but I I wouldn't be the guy to
3: ask. So sure, but. uh yeah, I don't know. I just figured somewhat topical, big pile of shit, you know, uh, the reckoning day uh, <laughs> uh, uh, of, of of all of this conspiracy bullshit, flat earth, Sandy Hook denier. Uh, what do you call it? False flag. Sorry. I don't know. The yeah, term. there's
1: yeah. Whatever. I It's just a fucking mess. Ma- and then, you know, and I wonder if any of this shit that, that when they start getting called out or the the. When the, the people that stormed the Capitol get, get arrested and charged and then they, certain realities come to life, if it's actually making an impact. Because the great thing about a conspiracy is that any evidence against a conspiracy is part of the conspiracy covering up the conspiracy. It's just it never ends. You know what I mean? Right. The, the, right. the idea like it's ridiculous that they even try to use any type of uh, anecdotal evidence because evidence doesn't mean anything to them when it doesn't fit. So it's just uh, so. My point is, Alex Jones went on the stand and admitted that, yeah, I guess it was real, <laughs> and I don't know if his fucking followers believe he means that or if he's just well, he's probably just saying that because he just doesn't want to get you know, it's like he's he's
3: just saying that to get get less of a penalty or something. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, but but my whole thing is is either somebody on his staff went rogue, or it's the greatest blunder of all time. The fact, it how do you it. accidentally sell, how, how do you accidentally sell, send the entire contents of your phone? I didn't even know that was possible <laughs> in general. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know can what? You imagine? A, a funny story
1: there. Like, my my charging port on my phone, which also connects to the computer to basically move files, pictures and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it stopped working. I've been wirelessly charging for about a year now. Uh, and... I can't get me. I tried to find a, a, a service to take my pictures off my phone and just send it, email it to me. It takes forever. Right. And it's right. just like, and they're just like, so I got a great tip. I'm going to contact his lawyer. Well, how the fuck did you do that?
3: Yeah, man. It would take how me you...
1: 12 days to do it. You know?
3: Right. <laughs> right. You got it, it. And it's, I, I, I can just imagine um, on the other side of the, of the fence and everything, this massive file, like this motherfucker's coming. This thing has been downloading for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's going to be some gold here, man. And here's the whole thing. But my whole, my whole thing is like, let's, let's, let's say that, uh, uh, you have some, some case against you. Do you know what I'm not doing? I'm not texting anything during that trial. Cause it's, I, I guess it's from just like two years ago when okay. he starting to contradict everything that he's saying. My whole point is this motherfucker's dumb He's 48. He looks like he's 68 years old. If you are in any kind of trouble, people, here's a, here's a Cobra hack. Everything you do is being recorded some, mm. s- somewhere. I just think anything. If some point wants to to see what I'm doing on my phone, they can see it. Don't email. Don't do anything like that. Don't put anything in writing. Period. That's it. So if you're going to be a guy that's deceiving people, no texts. That's it. No emails. Just phone calls. Conversations in the back back rooms. That's all. What do you think? Is it good tips for evil people? Yeah, that,
1: that, those seem like pretty obvious ones, especially if, if you're an evil man. Uh, yeah. And, and you're, you're trying to damage the world. Uh, um, Peter from Pantheon had a great analogy that I think is going to stick with me for a while. He basically said, these guys, and he's talking about conspiracy theorists, guys of mm-hmm. the Alex nature, Alex uh, Alex Jones uh, demograph, whatever you want to call these fucks. Um, they think they found, they all hide behind free speech. And and his analogy was, they think they found a way to yell fire in a movie theater. And, Mm -hmm. and, and I actually was talking to somebody about something similar to this. And, and like, he cut me off. Don't tell me you're going to use that tired fire in the movie theater analogy. And and at the time I wasn't, but now I'm looking back at that. I'm like, we're at the point where they're actually gaslighting these people to like, don't, don't even understand that the point of that analogy. That's that's just them attacking you baselessly, you know, and it's just that's what we're up against. Fuck. Kind
3: of, yeah, kind of a downer. <laughs> but the moral of the story is, if you were to stay young, you know, and look better, you know, all the time and be healthy. Don't be Alex Jones. That motherfucker looks dead. He looks. <laughs> he looks older than like another person that looked really old but was seemed to be a good person but hard living. <laughs> How old do you think Gandolfini was when he died? Oh God, Sopranos. Yeah, uh, he was. I, I would guess it's about the same age in the mid fifties. He was 51, but that guy, for that means that when he started Sopranos, he was mm-hmm. 41. He did not look, he no, always looked I, old. Maybe they're saying? both
1: time travelers. Remember how, like, there's actually been some research and photographic evidence to show that people kind of aged faster. Uh, like, mm. when we were growing oh. up. Oh, our, our when they were time traveling. Time. Yeah, so, so these guys are actually, you know, from the 70s, they just time traveled ahead a few decades. Um, so that 's what a forty eight year old man looked like in one thousand nine hundred and seventy two but not in oh. twenty twenty two so that 's okay a, that you know what there 's a fucking conspiracy theory for you there you
3: go. Latch onto something I, that is harmless I like that that he is actually a time traveler mm-hmm. um and also the they said <laughs> that in one day he made eight hundred thousand dollars in ad revenue for for like gun sales and whatever products he was doing youtube views and he said oh you 're just cherry picking the days where, you know, yeah. the, some of the top earning days, I'm like, okay, well, my point being is at some point that you can say that guy has no conscience. I think it is like all the lies after a while. They just crush you, man. Oh yeah. That guy is,
1: It's hard. To keep I, I have a feeling
3: that he's, he is going to be dead by, by like a heart attack in the next two years. I'm just calling it right now. Like, like this is all coming down, crushed. He's, he's done Deadpool. I might put it in by December. All right. Yes. All right. Well, it's your call. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. I'm calling. I'm calling my shot. December Alex Jones, not from not from any, you know, taking his own thing just like he's going to die of natural causes and stress and done. Mm. Yeah,
1: I uh That's all. It, it has really been fun watching him unravel and I like the idea that they <laughs> they had all of this stuff for 12 days and over those 12 days they just allowed him to you know innocently perjure himself left okay. and right, oh, right. Just like, it I
4: can Could just see that, that, a be- thing it-
1: that to God. me is better than the, the financial penalty is that like you are such a fucking clown you know what I mean? It's just, you know, and to his look, there's that. I've shared it a couple times for comedic value, but there's some, like, I don't know, protein powder, some product that he was endorsing for his show, and he mm-hmm. did a before and after picture of himself shirtless, and he doesn't look different in either one. <laughs>
3: I do remember you sharing that. that it's, like, it's exactly the same thing. Here's before and here's after. But but, but I, I would like to, you uh, that there to be some like thing of how many times he perjures himself in the stand and you use that little ding sound you use on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what the lawyers were doing the whole time. They're like, holy shit, I'm up to 75 dings. I can't wait to release the fact that we've, we've been just reading his phone. Uh, two weeks.
1: It has been, you know, it, it's, it, 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 considering the topic, and and how fucked up this is! Uh, it has been enjoyable to
3: watch th- the shit show that whole thing has been. That trial that trial rocks! It qualifies, man. That's your rock and roll update for the week. Well, hopefully he'll
1: he'll do some time in prison for for the perjury, and uh, he can listen to Cobras and Fire every week. I, I think podcasts are available to prisoners. Sure, why not? Uh, you know, they yeah. have some internet use. Yeah, right. There we go. Use it on our used. Uh, yeah. Well, but and you know what. Couple years
3: in prison listening to our show, you'll come out a better man. Yeah. And by the time that, that normally it takes to download that porn that you usually are downloading, uh, <laughs> um, your time's going to be up. So might as well just listen to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Masturbate to our voices. Exactly. I already described Baco in a way that's, that's uh, very enticing. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: All right. Uh, next week, we uh, paint the picture of LC removing his shirt.
2: To make it a holiday. Cause we both know that they would never come again. And if one day
1: My man, Steve Albini, did you hear this? He raked in like $200,000 in
3: a poker tournament somewhat recently. I can see that that guy would have an awesome poker face, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah. Because you don't know what he's thinking when he's in, you're interviewing him. So why would you know what cards he has?
4: Yeah,
1: he, uh, he probably made more money in that day than he made on, uh, um, in
3: utero because he took a flat fee. Mm, true. True. But, and or and or the last his fee for uh, helping out with the last local H album that definitely was more lucrative.
4: <laughs>
3: I think he did that pro bono. Uh, I think so too. Yeah.
1: But good for him. Yeah. Um. I I, did, I really had no idea he was a a, a poker player of, of any ilk. But uh, <laughs> you, you're, you're spot on. I it's not hard to believe when you think about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean,
3: uh, he's the only one How much does did he himself. make again? What's that? Oh, it's close how to two hundred thousand dollars. Holy balls! That's man. That's what the see. That's what these producers are doing now. They, they they don't. Can you imagine being like a Bob Rock? What's the fee that Bob Rock's getting now? You know, versus his heyday. I mean, his heyday with just Metallica. That was his employment for mm. goddamn. Fifteen, right? Yeah, you know what? He he ventured out here and there, but he kind of like had the Bob Rock mold done for a bit. Like anybody he worked with was kind of that same sound. Wouldn't you say? Uh,
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know. Like the like the big guitar sound, yes, but I wouldn't say like.
1: I'm trying to think who he did besides. So he did like Doctor To me, guitar sound doesn't sound like Veruca Salt, and none of those two, neither of those two, sound like the Metallica records. But he definitely went for a big mix in the guitars. I I think that's what I think Um, of when I think of Bob Rock production
3: is the, you know, a a large sounding guitar. Okay. I I think that he took what he he was trying to to have with Metallica for like the uh, Load albums and stuff like that. And then he put it with Subhuman Race like the year before and it didn't work for their sound. Like the the, same with Metallica 94. Oh, there's something about that zone he got into where they're like, I want this. And that's what I... Think sometimes he he failed with. I know we're we're bouncing, mm-hmm, but sure. that's my. There was a zone in the mid nineties where he kind of had that. Like if you're going to get a Bob Rock album, and it wasn't Metallica, he kind of had that sound. Yeah, and sometimes I, it worked it, for bands. I, I didn't.
1: think we look at sound a little differently. I guess to me, Subhuman sure. Race doesn't. It sounds like a a record that didn't quite get finished. It almost has mm-hmm. that Carnival Souls vibe to it, where it's just not as doesn't have that sheen. Like they're they're like, well, this is enough. We're out of money gotcha. So, uh okay. th- and I'm not saying that's what happened. That's just that's the vibe I get when I listen to it. Um and maybe it's the songs. I don't know. Maybe if <laughs> the songs were
3: better, uh I'd feel differently about it. But but man, can you be back to this, to uh him play Steve playing poker. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> uh I mean, I can just see him being just quick one cutting uh lines near the end when he's getting down to the, like the last, you oh. know, table when it's just four guys and he's yeah. just like just a just a son of a bitch with a quick, like, snark and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, right. I don't see him being, like, a very gracious player. I just think he's just going for the – he's like a fucking shark. And just going yeah. for the throat every round. Can't you? I mean, Absolutely, I'm yeah. Feeling yeah. uncomfortable, slightly uncomfortable, like, the, creating that vibe. Yeah, yeah, if everybody play- else is like, oh, God, this guy's creeping me out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I can just see him – I see him this being a career for him because he is just – he controls – the conversation. Mm-hmm. And there's conversation in poker. That's part of the art. Yeah, You know what I mean? So good for Steve.
1: Yeah. Um, because we always like to find a way to squeeze in a Kardashian into the talk. Did you ever see that footage of Kim at some celebrity poker tournament and she's wearing mirrored sunglasses? uh no <laughs> you get the, you get the problem there is that people yes say, I, I do okay, get the problem yeah. yes that's uh that uh, sounds about uh
3: that sounds on brand as yeah. the kids say
1: yeah, there we go <laughs> uh jennifer tilly's another famous uh well somewhat famous celebrity hey now she uh yeah no no shit she 's an alzheimer oh, um yeah. but uh she 's really into the the poker tournaments um mm. so that 's why she stays on family guy uh so she can keep having money to gamble so. Interesting. Wasn't aware of this.
3: Yeah. Any other celebrity poker news God. for the week? Uh, that, that might, I might be tapped out. It's Albini, Kardashian, and Tilly. Uh. Man, I got, but I don't think it's as big as it used to be. But I remember like in the early 2000s that uh, Texas Hold'em, mm-hmm. I used to have tons back in the day when I used to actually have parties and socialize and had uh, a crew from the, the place I worked at at the time. Saturday nights used to be Texas Hold'em nights for a good stint of time. It was a great social. Get together, twenty buck, um, you know, twenty, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? Poker tournaments, your um, house? Or no? Well, I've
1: played poker with friends. Uh, nothing that was That's very, I mean. very organized at all. And I don't know that I've ever played um, seven card. But I don't know, I'm just I, I don't really enjoy casino yeah. games that much, to be honest with you. And and okay. a lot of the um, like blackjack drives me nuts because of all the unwritten rules that you're supposed to adhere to, but nobody wants to tell you what they are. It's just like, why would
2: you hit on that card?
1: It's like, I don't no, know, man. I, I don't... Cause I fucking want to. Fuck you. Yeah. It's, I, and I get it. I get it. The, the people that are all in the in cahoots. Good for you. But uh, have a table for people that don't know and don't care.
3: Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey,
3: we got a table here for people that don't know and don't care. You're the
1: idiots that want to play. You guys come over it's... here, noobs, newbies, yeah, th- greenhorns. Yeah, that... That's called Vegas, by the way.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> they have a place for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh God. Uh, well, another quick one here. Judas Priest apparently never called uh, Ripper for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, hmm. he's uh, he's all open arms about it. Apparently.
3: I'll say, you know, all they had to do was just get in contact with the Monster Energy Drink <laughs> promotion team, and they have his direct number. Yeah. Apparently, per his per his outfits. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe
1: that's all they do. They uh, they just they don't actually contact Ripper. They just send him some wristbands with monster logos on them or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, Ripper. Like, does any Priest fan listen to those records? Is name any, name one. Is uh, can what is name them one? Called? Yeah, Demolition. I can name both. I think. Yeah, maybe. You made can't. two. Okay. No, Yeah, he did yeah. two. I uh, needed a live record. I think one of them was called Demolition. Hmm. Um, is anybody pining for the Ripper era? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, maybe he just needs to wait a little longer like Bruce Kulik did, where now people actually care about 80s Kiss again. Oh, is that what it is? Something, I, Ripper. Don't
3: I, I don't know. You're, cu- you're throwing poor, poor nice guy uh, Bruce Kulik into the, the Ripper era category? How dare you? How dare you? The... <laughs> I'm saying oh, maybe uh, Ripper has something he to do with it. He was part of Asylum, for God's sake. <laughs>
1: You're making my argument now. I just. Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the quickest way to, to Ripper is usually, I think, Monster Energy Drink. If that doesn't work, then you contact Holidayo directly. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then Dio, uh calls uh, who else? Somebody from the, the Dio Disciples? Probably, the yeah. Chain? Or
1: you, you just uh, look up the local chapter of the <laughs> in Ohio. Um. Whoa!
4: What
3: now? <laughs> uh, is that right?
1: No, that's a cheap shot. Uh,
3: I, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know we were going that. I thought that, that was reserved just for Phil Ensemble jokes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Apparently, I'm ready to stretch it out to Ripper. Uh, wow. Right. You're uh, really getting loose in, your, your, uh, in the years. Not playing this as tight. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, and Is that a rumor? I don't, I don't no, know this part about Ripper. No, uns- Look, I think he he
1: leans a little right. I was making, Like I said, it was a cheap shot. So. Oh, okay. okay I, I, I don't know him to be terribly news. political, period, but when he does... Chime in. It's it's usually not too. Uh, it's just it's fair to say he's not a liberal. Maybe I'll just cut it out.
3: Well, how about this? How about this? Uh, how about Ripper? Uh, if you thought that Judas Priest was getting kind of the the shaft oh, in this uh, musical yeah. excellence playing uh, playing the, play the sandbox award versus the real Hall of Fame, that means that Judas Priest is you know not at the adults' table. They're at the kids' table in the back. Where's Ripper? <laughs> if he's invited, you know what I mean. He's
1: outside is trying he to scal- outside? buy a ticket scalping or yeah he's yeah. he's watching in a remote location via satellite. You know you 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 uh, you made a prediction that Alex Jones is going to uh basically blow up and have a heart attack or something. Uh, yeah, here's head. my prediction. I bet yeah. you KK Downing mentions Ripper in his thank uh, thank speech.
3: Mm, okay. Cuz uh, okay. all, he- all uh, Oh, reports- because because he's on that KK album Is he the mm. singer yeah, but I, don't, I, think, I think he's going to not thank him. I think largely to be a thorn in the side of Judas
1: Priest, Ripper's, he's going to be the one guy that brings up Ripper. You know what I mean? So.
3: Didn't actually contact Ripper directly. They did hit, him a, a link to StubHub. For the whole thing. <laughs> nice. I
4: thought
3: That was kind of nice. I mean, it's convenient. It's just one you click. Pick your own seat. Pick your own seat. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, at a fair market dynamic price.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, God, what do those tickets go for? But I don't.
3: Uh, I think they're a thousand or two thousand a seat. Yeah, it's or just more. Fucking ridiculous. Maybe it's ten. Oh, I'm sorry. It's ten thousand. Ten thousand per ticket is what it is.
1: Yeah, what was uh, what's his name? Our, our boy Steve Miller, he broke it all down too. It's a fucking ripoff for the artists, man. <laughs> they 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 he, they they wouldn't they wanted his members of his band to pay for their seats or their Correct. spouses or something it is. like that. Yeah,
3: just yeah, because I think I think when Bruce and whoever uh, was invited to the Kiss table that they had to buy their seats, yeah, or whatever it was. And, kind of and like the like Ace bought like a, Eddie Trump to a charity dinner or whatever like that. Yeah. Eddie whatever.
1: It's fucking. All right. Well, one little last one here. Mustaine, uh, you know, uh, Megadeth has a new record dropping here pretty quick. Uh, The earlier songs that have been leaked are, you know, they're somewhat promising. Um, Again, I got that uh, Rust in Peace vibe, I guess, I think is the general consensus. Uh, Well, can we talk about the one
3: single? (laughs) Sure, go ahead. Not a fan of the Ice T one. I'm just saying, the Ice T one, just riff soup. I like the first one. I like the We'll Be Back. I did not like the second one. Your thoughts?
1: I like them both uh, uh, I'm looking really? forward to okay. the record yeah um, and boy the sick, I the tell dying, you know, and the dead the, the thing that I took away was just how amazing the bass playing is on this it is just top notch probably the best I've oh. ever heard <laughs> in the of record. I don't know. I mean I, it, with, without Ellefson I mean Ellefson's bass playing just uh, like
0: I said, t- just
3: put an Ellefson wig on whoever's playing there it's, it's yeah. all good no. Like like I've said before, I mean when when Ellefson plays bass, he just he just grips onto me and doesn't let go until I'm finished,
1: you know? <laughs> He does get a nice tight tight grip there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's what I'm saying. Well, he gets that... in the pocket. He gets in my pockets.
1: Well, Dave was recently asked about that whole scandal with with uh Dave Ellefson and uh and how how things went leading up to him uh deciding to fire him from the band. And, and Mustaine said uh he went through a touchy period. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if sure.
1: there's a way that this can be discussed without saying something somewhat <laughs> masturbatory I mean <laughs>
3: there's somebody at blabbermouth it's like every t- every time somebody speaks she's like can i put this into a masturbating headline
4: <laughs>
3: you know what i mean like that's, that's basically 100 the- of what i would be yeah. doing so yeah, I, I thought it was more of a touch and go period.
4: <laughs>
3: I thought it was that he was going through a real touche period where there's a lot of you know back and forth, and he just kept saying touche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no.
1: I thought it was a I, lot of uh, boxing the clown.
3: <laughs> oh, so you're going back to buy? You're going back to the uh, oh box? How would you like that if they actually threw that in there?
1: I, I'm not I'm just gonna go right to the, the metaphor and not try to tie it in anyway.
3: Just like Yeah, uh, yeah it was really jerk off. Yeah, that's right. It's, there's no uh there's no subtlety yeah, with you, no, huh? No, not at all. So Okay. All what right. What else you got? Oh uh, well you know what? Let's get into
1: this uh, one little other detail then. Uh T- Ted Nugent uh, is of course so... Always a always a, a guy who has something to say uh, sure. he, he Taylor Swift made some news recently because she's oh she definitely leans liberal and you know probably supports I don't know that much about her support for the Green New Deal or anything like that but apparently this is how it ties in a bunch of celebrities were kind of called on the carpet uh, rightfully so by the way for basically being supportive of all these efforts to help the environment unless it affects them. she has sure. a, a private jet. That has done like 170 flights and her carbon footprint isn't great. Ted Nugent blasts Taylor Swift and then had the balls to claim that he also uh, has a private jet. I call him bullshit on that. Uh, Taylor Swift has a certain level of income that it's believable. Ted Nugent seems like he probably makes about the same as maybe Corey Taylor would. And Corey Taylor has said literally like if there was one thing, if he had money to blow that would be the one thing he would get just because it's such a pain in the ass to smoke a cigarette when your plane's delayed. (laughs) Did he actually say that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. He's like, it's just, it's so, you know, you got to go back through security and it's just, yeah. yeah." So, Mm. uh, and, 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 and a a fun note, Ted Nugent recently played the Freeborn County, Freeborn Minnesota, Freeborn County fair. So not a state fair. Not a big deal. This is uh, a okay. Nugent. plant, and this is like south of where this is down in my old neck of the the state. But even further south, and it's, it's almost in Iowa. That's how bad this place is. But yeah, so, <laughs> almost yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. You don't Man. want you get too close to Iowa. You start seeing people without all their teeth. You know what I'm saying?
3: Okay. So this is almost. Is this is it worse or better than being almost in Wisconsin? Oh, it's uh, it's it's close to a push, but I'd say a little better, a little better. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Scani Scani's its own, own invite. Uh, I, I the recently heard an uh, analogy I like, and that is Wisconsin is the Florida of the Midwest. <laughs>
3: okay. I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. I've, I, I served my decade of service down there. So the, I would say, <laughs> now, would you say that you actually rank, uh, can rank fairs? Like they're all, the, the, big, the joke at all times would be like, oh, now this band is not, Doing that well, so now they're doing state fairs, right? But then, what is the, the hierarchy seems of fairs? Like, uh, well, state okay. fairs are okay now.
1: I uh, the, the I know the Minnesota State Fair and the Texas State Fair seem to be on a level that most state fairs are not. But I I haven't traveled to. I I, I've, I think I've only the only other state fair I've been to is the Arizona one, and that's not that impressive. Uh, yeah. But uh, county fairs now there are. Uh, There are definitely different varieties in this state. I don't know what it was like in Indiana, but some of them are pretty big and well run. Some of them are free. Some of them aren't. Some of them Mm -hmm. are you you don't want to get on the rides. Well, actually, I'm at the point where I don't want to get on any rides. But I remember even as a kid being a little concerned, like at looking at the person running the ride and also putting together. (laughs) This guy's in charge of putting this ride together every week. It's yeah. amazing these things don't fall apart all the time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well anything that, that spins around fifty times in a minute and, is, and it wasn't there last week is kind of a, <laughs> is kind of my my measurement. How many times does this thing rotate and how long has it right. been in this in this grass field?
1: Yeah, it's best to go to a destination park, I think, if you want to do a lot of things. I think rides. so. Yeah. Yeah. Like One that's fully there. We have Valley yeah. Fair here, but uh Six Flags
3: is popular around the country, right? Uh you got the Disney, about this? Disney World You've seen those things where, where a band would be playing and there's a s- strong wind and the uh, the stage falls apart. That's a fucking stage that was put up there, not something that rotates. OK, so that's that's my my measure of uh, mm. of possible risk being near any structure, any structure that has not wasn't there last week. Stay a little bit away from it. That's it. I'm with you. Yeah. So- but yeah, but but how do you rank your fairs? I mean, do you have a scorecard? I mean, like if you're looking at if you're looking at Ted Nugent and you're like, that's the is 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 Ted Nugent part of the scorecard? <laughs> 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 is Ted Nugent playing there? What's the level of fair? I,
1: I go the opposite direction of that. I'm familiar with this county fair uh, and what a kind of shithole it is. Um, that Ted Nugent playing there tells me a little more about where Ted Nugent is than okay. necessarily. I don't think he enhanced this fair the fair, it, the stink of the fair rubs off on Ted.
3: But what's on your scorecard? If you're, if you're like, let's say that you're a man, you're a man of the people. Can you rank the 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 fairs? What's, what's the level of what makes a good fair and a bad fair? Like <laughs> India State Fair, for example, when I would go there, I still remember seeing Cypress Hill with Rage Against the Machine opening in a fucking barn in like 1994. And that was the environment of what a fair was. Was yeah, okay. the up-and-coming acts or an old act playing that... It, and yeah, state fair was the state fair, but it still had a shitty setup.
1: Yeah, of, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, bad sounding music, typically. It, it would be like concerts. You know, the, back in in that era, the bands playing at the state fair were like your fog hats, things. You know, and Damn. and then everybody always complained about the sound. And it's just I, I don't know. Um, I would have done a better job probably rating this stuff from the ages of like ten to twelve than I can now. Um, I'm not really a fair guy in general. Uh, I do love the state fair. I, I've talked about it here. I'll tell you what, here's, here's probably the, the litmus test I'll use. A call back to one of our older episodes is the selection of IPAs in the Miracle of Birth Barn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, oh, that's where you're going with this.
3: Okay. How about this? How about this? I think that for the last 30 years, though, everything that is a fair, fog hat, still a constant, 30 years ago <laughs> to now Grand Funk Railroad needs to yeah, be put in there. there like, we Grand go. Funk, G, little GFR, that's a state fair band. I'm trying to think of another one. Credence. this is a Creed okay, like like the offshoot of Creedence. Right, yeah. A Skinnerd, a Skinnerd, yeah. ver- whatever Skinnerd version is, that would be on the upper echelon. That's that's a fair band. Uh, what's another one? I think that I think we got our our ones our staples. Like if you're putting a, together a fair, these are the bands. That's definitely going to well, be. Well, I in think that that
1: has shifted if we're talking state fairs because state fairs now it's. Mm. I mean, we, we have Allison Shanes this year, Weezer sure. last year. You know,
3: it's just, oh, I know what you're saying there. Yeah. Okay, how about county county fair? These are the levels. Well, again, is, county is, is, fa- it,
1: Nugent. The fact that Nugent is playing a county fair tells me that that level of band is shifting to the county fair because. Got the, it. Growing up, the county fair would be like the high school kids' battle of the bands or. Some fucking group of old timers playing 50s and 60s songs, not the actual artists, just like. Right. I think there was a band called the the White Sidewalls that played around the, 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 the five state area here that all they did was play like the f- hits of the 50s and
3: 60s. You know what I think? I think that a big litmus test will be seeing the tour dates for the new version of Skid Row. Mm. Skid Row playing county fairs. What They're do you think? That's, at, uh, that's up for the parking lots that we're usually see, seeing them in. Yeah, so.
1: you know what? I like the parking lots though. I'm I'm a I yeah? know, I'll take a twenty dollar parking bar parking lot uh, Skid Row
3: concert over a county fair one. Okay, yeah. okay. So you're so those are the parking lot too. So is a county fair above or below a, uh, a county fair? <laughs> For, for the concert
1: only? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's above It's above
2: I said, yes, sir, it gets cold in Minnesota. Think, Think hey! But I'm telling y'all it's... To play honky, (laughs) alright, the mighty Mississippi.
1: Just played a state Fair in North Dakota. did you hear about this? People Please. lost their shit because it got canceled. Um, okay it got canceled because of wind um, and <laughs> uh, and the, some of the comments were like they didn't even stop running the fair rides. You know what I mean and now and I'm not a big defender of kid, but my understanding in these situations it's not really up to the artist to cancel these shows a lot of times it's basically the promoter, anybody that's paying for the insurance on this shit. They're probably the ones that are pulling the plug, you know what I mean and they they realize the the personal cost that they're they're giving up because kid probably got his guarantee, so that's gone. Um, mm-hmm. Now you have to refund everybody's tickets, uh, so you're probably taking a loss. so I don't think uh well, I wasn't there, so I don't know how bad the weather is, but the the reaction I mean people somebody stormed the stage, they were just hurling shit up on on the stage. Uh, my joke was: I took me 38 minutes to properly back my pickup into my parking spot, and you can't play. Fuck you! You lost a fan for life. But, uh, that's a yeah, but you shot.
3: you understand that that was the quickest uh, uh, dispersed parking lot ever, though. Was the fact that everybody was all backed up and ready to go? Yeah, right? yeah everybody, yeah. everybody, got, out nice, yeah. everybody yeah. got out nice. Yeah, everybody got out nice because they're all backed
1: up. Oh god! But you know that'd be uh, again that would be an actual uh, significant reason to do that, uh, but nobody mm-hmm. ever says that. I'm telling you it's the sta- those
3: those fears about the stage collapsing. Oh
1: like yes. Yeah. That, so that, that's what that's what kind of, kind of triggered me when you brought that up. You know, you talk about the, the, but and that's what they're looking at. There's and it wasn't uh, more than a few years ago, there was some concert like the I think it was Dixie Chicks Dixie or it Chicks, was a country one. Something. It might have don't
4: don't been. the whole who fucking it was.
1: stage collapsed. Right. Uh and, yeah. the, and the, nobody was on it I don't think, but people were in the audience, you know, and it's just like, Correct. well they're going to be a little more, you know, you know, I don't know, cognitive of the, the 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 possible setbacks they could have if they don't call the show. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's mad at kid. Uh, he went on in uh, you know social media and apologized, but hey, can't do nothing about mother nature, something like that. So,
3: yeah, I, I heard it was um, you know when they say it's the thirty percent chance of wind, it actually means it's a hundred percent chance of wind, <laughs> uh, but thirty percent chance in your area.
1: Uh, uh, thanks for paying attention yeah to the weather portion mm-hmm. of uh, Sun's Out mics out. Sure. oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah we got a little rain yesterday and in, in, uh, in the, the suns out mics out we
3: just recorded. so How about that yeah. oh.
1: first time did you
3: have to rename the show?
1: uh no we, uh, uh, we we're gonna we're gonna stick with it. We also still got some, plenty of sun.
3: So. Oh good. excellent. Good response last episode of us going in detail with the whole Jeff Tate, uh, Montana Mm -hmm. travel trip, you know, Um, our view on it and uh, the costs and everything like that. Now, as I understand, you have possibly a a business venture for us.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, We're basically shifting, you know, because we're always looking for other ways to, you know, basically monetize what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure. We'll start our own Cobras and Fire travel agency where all we offer are week long trips with Jeff Tate.
3: Specifically, yes, right. That's yeah. our that's our thing. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's the right niche because uh, I think first off you you start it's it's a funnel, right? So you've got the audience of Cobras and Fire, and then we have the then we also have fans of Queen Strike, or specifically Jeff Tate Solo, mm-hmm. maybe too. Yeah, and you keep funneling that down to also people that want to go on a trip with them, yeah. and I think we have an audience of possibly up to two people that here, we can sell to. Chris. Yes, Aaron and Chris, correct. So we'll be, basically, we'll be presenting, uh, we'll be doing a pitch. Uh, I've got a whole pitch deck uh, uh, ready to go for a Zoom call coming up here, and we'll be pitching specifically to them. Okay? Yep. Stop. So hopefully a success. What do you think?
1: Well, you might be a little, I'm, I'm still waiting to hear back from the Jeff Tate camp. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, that's an important step. Putting the horse ahead of the cart, which hmm. is where yes, you I want think- it.
3: Actually, that is right. I think it's the cart before the horse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the horse is in front of the cart. We're good to go. Oh right? my God! Uh, but yes, uh, but yes, I, I understand that we're gonna we're gonna finish uh, with one of your favorite artists. Somebody that you've um, yeah. you, I, I think you've done like a training tape of how to write a Beyonce song, if I, I recall. Yeah, I have.
1: Now we're gonna put it all together. So, if you're working along with me at home, one, two, three. If he wants your vagina, he's got to dine you. If he wants your vagina, he's got to dine you. If he wants your vagina, he's got to dine you But he ain't gonna get it, no. But he ain't gonna get it, no. But he ain't gonna get it, no. That
0: edge, that
1: edge, edge. And you've just written yourself a Beyonce song. Now you may have noticed. That doesn't sound like much of a song. You're correct. Don't worry, now that you got the song writing out of the way, you've got to get yourself, I don't know, about $700,000 and pay for a studio, producers and engineers, they'll take care of all that stuff like instruments and pitch correction on your voice and all that musical stuff. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed learning how to write a Beyonce song. I will see you next time when I teach you how to act like Justin Timberlake. This segment is going to be called Beyonce is the Worst.
3: So, Yes, uh, Beyonce, uh, you know, famous, hard-rocking Beyonce, some of our... Uh, but but uh, you have special special love-hate relationship with, with Beyoncé's career. It's hate-hate, yes. Oh, uh, sorry, yes. Hate-hate, yeah. I have that right. That, uh, that's the, the again, horse cart, I get confused. Kind of like what we talked about
1: some of the media reaction to people finding out about music on Stranger Things. It's mm-hmm. largely the reaction to Beyoncé than it is the fact that she exists and does whatever she does, right? Uh, but, it, but it is crap. Uh, but but that's my problem. Every time she does something, it's like, oh my God! Beyonce dropped a new record. Who does that? Jesus, I, there's nothing she can't do. She released an album. Man, wow. God. Anyway, so she has a new album out called Renaissance. Um, uh, and uh, you know, I use uh, the, the joke is that Beyonce rhymes one word with itself over and over again. And the first song I heard, it was exactly just more of, of that nonsense. It won't be- The good news is, though, for the Beehive—that's what her fans call themselves. Sure, uh, this is a, a trilogy; the first of a trilogy, and she can oh, see good. this uh, during uh, COVID nineteen. And uh, I'm guessing she maybe it came to her while she was getting her new tits put in during that time too, or something like that.
3: Hey, come on! <laughs> How dare you? Have you seen the album cover? <laughs> no okay I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely checking it out now you've, you've sold it to me but uh oh so before you get into this too real quick um about fairs renaissance fairs how do they fit on the, the hierarchy since we're talking about renaissance
1: you know if i'm going with uh, gene vogel and his wife it's all
3: right uh <laughs> okay uh, how's the music selection there though oh it's dreadful
1: i cannot okay fucking, all right uh the entertainment across the board is not geared towards me let's put put it that way
3: too much pan flute
1: Yes. Uh, well, uh, let's shift this into a way that actually ties it into the rock world a little bit. Diane Warren, a songwriter of, of note, she's worked with Kiss, Aerosmith, that kind of stuff. Now, she tends to write the more fluffy, soft pieces. I think she wrote that, uh, don't want to close my eyes uh, for Aerosmith. Can you, can you recall the Kiss song that she did off the top of your head? I, I just don't have it in
3: front of me. I it's, she... it's the one that was on Detroit Rock City, and it was a, it was basically the same song, but yeah, okay, it's that ballad with that uh, Peter sings. Um, no, no, it's the one that it's the one that Paul sings on Detroit Rock the Detroit Rock City soundtrack. It's hmm. the one that.
2: Oh,
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's it would be the end. I think it was ranked last in your your ranking of Kiss songs, <laughs> possibly uh, or near yeah, the bottom. It
1: was definitely down there. Um, you know that might have gotten missed because it would it wasn't on any of the studio albums. Uh,
3: looks like somebody has some editing to do on the Decibel Geek website, then.
1: (laughs) All right, so um, Diane Warren came out with a tweet, and she didn't actually mention Beyonce, but everybody knew who the fuck she was talking about, apparently. Hmm. Uh, And her tweet was, how can there be 24 writers on a song? And to that, I say, Diane, get in line, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Go back to two thousand. It's not two thousand eighteen. Your name's not Baco. We got into this with uh, uh, my my favorite band, Panic at the Disco.
3: Yes, uh, it, it,
1: and the, this. Uh, recent, like, kind of glut of songwriters and producers on everything. Um, But it turns out that she is directly referencing a song called Alien Superstar off the the new Beyoncé record. Oh, okay. Uh, It does have 24 songwriters and seven fucking producers. (laughs) I'm talking about the song, not the album even. All right. Uh, right, just the song. And again, for comparison, uh, for the entire album, Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette, which went on to sell whatever. 10, 15 million records, right? right. Uh, two songwriters, one producer. That sounds about right. For the entire record. Now, right. um, some people clap back saying because of sampling, that's why all this stuff is. Quit being such a racist old white bitch. Uh, let's run down the, before I get into my next part, I'm just going to run down the songwriters listed here, okay? These are the 24 songwriters credited for Alien Superstar, which clocks in at 3 minutes and 35 seconds. I'm not sure how many songwriters that is per second. Beyonce, Redmond. Penny, Solomon, a lot of single-word people here. One name, a okay. people. Denisa right, right. Andrews, Brittany Coney, Sean Carter, who some people may know as Jay-Z. Gotcha. Uh, David Brown, uh, or Mr. Beyonce. <laughs> uh, Dave Hamelman, <laughs> Timothy McKenzie, uh, Daniela Balbuena. Apologize if I'm mispronouncing some of these. Rami Yacoub, uh, Levin Kali, Atiyah Boggs. LeVar Coppin, Salio O D D D I'm just gonna that one I guarantee I have fucked up. Dean, Robert Manzoli, Richard Fairbrass, Christopher Fairbrass, John Holliday, Barbara Antier, Kim Cooper, and Peter Rauhofer.
3: Okay. Peter Rauhofer. Now before you go into your investigative journalism, can I just do do a, a number yes. for you? Yeah, what do you got? I'm gonna say that of these people, three have something to do with if there's samples involved.
1: Okay, you're not too far off, but uh, you're you're stepping on my lead here. I, I put a lot of work into this, man. You know, I, I'm I've, sorry. I'll, I'll almost no, to redo that. Redo twenty that minutes, part. almost twenty minutes of my life. Okay, okay. So don't
3: don't steal okay. my okay. thunder. Okay. Sorry.
1: So I, I went to a website called uh, whosampledit.com, dot com, found this song on there, and it got the list of the four songs that are sampled. For this song. Wow. Uh, one we're f- okay. familiar with is uh, the right Said Fred song, I'm Too Sexy, is sampled okay. on here. Um, <laughs> and that it explains uh, Rob Manzoli and Richard Fairbrass being credited. So that's where gotcha. they're, they're, uh, A song called... Uh, an artist called Unique in the song, I believe, is Danube Dancer. That is the Kim Cooper credit on this. So now we have three songwriters out of the 24 are, are uh, attributed to samples. Then um, uh, Barbara Antier, someone I'm not again. Some of these artists are a little out of my genre, so I'm not sure who she is. But she has a song called "Black Theater," which is sampled on here, and it's also Barbara Antier. So that's one more. So we have four of the twenty-four taken off, and the last song is I couldn't find this. Uh, they had a, I, I guess I just didn't write it down. It's a song by an artist named John Holiday, and so John Holiday's songwriting credit is for whatever song she sampled for him. That leaves nineteen songwriters. For the rest of it. Now, the best part of this, so when I got to that uh, um, that unique song, Danube Dancer, that yeah. song sampled one other song. So now I have another <laughs> layout. I had to find out who sampled that and see, and, and I, I didn't write it down because it was not credited as any of the, the twenty four songwriters. Okay. okay. All right. So that means the remaining nineteen songwriters are for the rest of the song from the the, uh, the deep dive that I took on this. So I, I'm curious on how some of that stuff works. You know, like how much of a sample do you have to use when you have before you have to credit somebody? There is a some uh, controversy surrounding some of her sampling on this record. A singer named uh, Kellis who had a 2003 single. Oh, I, I guess I know this one. Milkshake. That's the all my milkshake. Bring yep, the boys yep. to the yard. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's on one of the re- it's on a track on the record uh, Renaissance called Energy. She criticized Beyonce for not notifying her in advance, calling its use theft and saying she felt disrespect and ignorance were both uh, displayed by Beyonce. Um, But other people are super happy. Another little bit of criticism, and this is one that's a little surprising to me. It took me a while to actually find the word that that, uh, she was going to change. A story broke about uh, a Lizzo song recently where she used the same word and took it out because it was insulting to people with uh, mental disabilities. I automatically okay. went to the R word. You know, of I course. know I know the Black Eyed Peas used it in a in a that let's get yeah. this started song is actually let's yeah. get retarded. Yep. Um and anyway, but Lizzo used the song, uh, used the, the word that Beyonce's getting shit for using and now Beyoncé's changing it too. And so I thought I'm not a big Lizzo fan, so I never heard anything about that. And the word is spaz. Um I, Oh my god. I I think we 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 might be going a little bit far if, if, if we can't. I mean, come on. I, I, I guess I didn't look up how it's during but I, I don't think it's directed at people who are dealing with, uh, you know, a Down syndrome or something like that. It's, Good Lord. Okay. Well, that's a whole different conversation of
3: words that we should just be okay with.
1: Yeah. Um, but so it's weird. I, I wrap all this up by defending Beyonce. But, yes. So, you know what? All you people. Counter me, combat me, Beehive. You know, I've been fucking poking you for a while. I'm waiting for you to attack. Uh, but yeah, Beyonce is not that talented. If she did, if she was, she wouldn't need 19 fucking people to write whatever you call that she releases as music. And again, go on YouTube, search how to write a Beyonce song, Baco. And watch and tell me how that I'm far off if you've heard any of her fucking songs. I basically break it down in four minutes. And and I'm guessing most of these people are the ones that sit in the studio and make it sound like a song because.
3: No, I thought that you were going to tell me that the, of these 19 people that you found, I'm guessing that a lot of these are gatekeepers. And in the industry, like either DJs or connections to I, to, to, that's to Spotify. My theory. No, and,
1: I, I would think um, production credit would be where a lot of that stuff would. But who knows? It's a way to get money, or you
3: know, no, uh, it's 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 that there, there's somebody there. Uh, again, you you didn't do the the. Maybe I'll do the more of a deep dive. Mm. Uh, I won't. But the <laughs> but, well, that was my theory like,
1: with Panic but, but, at but, the but, Disco because, like, why are we talking about this band that had a one hit? 15 years ago, all of a sudden we're all acting like we know who they are again. Uh, and they've, they've just, they been this constant thing and, and they really weren't. And a lot of that to me just reeks of payola. And then when you look at like, well, I got 19 songwriters on, it's Saturday night, you know, it's just, I don't know.
3: Yeah. No, this that, is it one guy. There's somebody listed there. That's like an exec or higher up at iHeartRadio. Yeah. What you do know you know what I mean? What do you like think some, Jay-Z somebody's there? Uh <laughs> <laughs> baby set one day? I don't know. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like, I took care that, of baby's stupid name. Yeah. Whatever. I mean that's that's what it is. I mean that, that the way I understand is that it's always your basically it's payola in, in reverse. Like if if this song does well, then you get paid later for it versus I'm gonna pay you yeah. this money up front to get it played. Which
1: that's, is that's weird. What you understand. know, what I mean we're talking about someone who can lip sync the national anthem. Uh, and at uh, the presidential inauguration, and be smug about it, and and get no blowback. So mm. I, I went to think. I think she has the clout. Is all I'm getting at. It's like you know, wouldn't right? You, you, I think she could do okay just releasing her own shit.
3: So what? So anything more from from Diane Warren? Because the ball is yeah. She Diane
1: she Warren pulled update. back and said she wasn't trying to throw shade. You know, we love to talk about throwing shade around here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, and she just tweeted that it's probably the samples that add up. So I did
3: some math. I don't think five songwriters no. out of no. twenty four really explains it. So no, and even if uh, like one of the heaviest sampled albums of all time um, is is famous, uh, famous specifically for that is uh, Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique, where they took like literally hundreds of samples for that for that album but even the heaviest sampled song i think has maybe 7 or 8 you okay. know songwriters on okay, on it, yeah. is my point and that's a, a very layered album of samples, like every single thing, like drums is for one thing, the like guitar is from this, but blah, 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 blah. So no way. No way.
1: One of the people going back at Diane Warren talked about uh, for black culture, a lot of times sampling started because they couldn't they didn't have access. They couldn't afford instruments, things of that nature. Are you going to tell me Beyonce can't afford instruments? She she can't you know she can afford to fucking give all the songwriting credit away. Uh, I, I, to me, this becomes almost problematic on on that end. Like I'm not doing this anymore. Okay, I mean because if you're sampling part of a song, what if the part you sample has the song has three songwriters, but the part you sampled on was written by one of them? How do you fucking track that down? And is it really worth your time? Come up with a different way, man. You just just write something. You're supposed to be a musician. Fucking do something, yeah hire a musician. Fuck. How many
3: songwriters does Adele have? She's she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's where this is going. <laughs> you're just you're just attacking all these 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 female creators. Oh god. I gotta, gotta target it at show, somebody, show.
1: somebody male. you know, all right, fair enough. How many songwriters does Harry Styles have? He sucks. Hmm. I still don't know who he is. Is he a catfisher? Yes, he's into catfishing. Okay. <laughs> Next time Two we're in Tennessee,
3: you and I should go noodling. <laughs> I, gotta, I have to look up Harry Styles and catfishing after. I really need to finally do my research for and, this show. And noodling. And noodling. Okay. All right. I think that's something Dave Ellison does. <laughs> Different kind of noodling, but yes. Yeah. So. Mm. All right, man. Well... I think we ended strong with a Beyonce burn. Yeah, Beyonce <laughs> sucks.
1: She is just the worst. Okay. Can't sing. Right. Can't dance. Can't write music. How about, uh... Can't act. All right, man. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, buddy. This has been fun, as always. All right. Brock's not dead. It just needs 24 songwriters. <laughs> A, a great shot of the three of us shirtless in a hot tub yesterday. <laughs> oh God, that's awesome. Who's hot tub? Andy's. He's got Andy's got his hot tub, and it's not big. Like there, was oh a, boy, he had to take water oh, out boy. Too, so he could get in, like Gene and I got <laughs> in, and then. I'm the
2: single ladies. I'm single ladies. I'm single ladies. I'm single, single ladies. Now put your hands up. Up in the club, we just broke up, doing my own little thing. You decided to dip, but now you want to trip, because another brother will notice me. I'm up on him, he up on me, don't pay him any